Disclaimer. This is not a normal episode. <laughs> In fact, uh, it is an episode with just Adam and me, Nick, yeah. and we are watching Hell's Bells, The Dangers of Rock and Roll, which you can watch for free on YouTube, and we recommend you do. Yeah, please don't give these people money. <laughs> please don't give these people money. Um, so watch it for free on YouTube, then listen to the episode. Uh, you can probably also just listen to the episode without watching it. it there's We will describe things that you would have seen. Yes. Um, and uh, part two of the episode will be a Patreon exclusive um so you'll be able to listen to the first uh half of the episode which is uh normal episode length um and if you want to hear more head on over to our patreon uh i think you'll find that the first part is definitely self-contained uh so it, it'll have a, a nice ending but these the second half uh gets into some sexy stuff yeah which we wanted to save for yeah, our for the patreons yeah it's like we want to give us money so we can show <laughs> the sexy stuff uh yeah basically we just like I, we kept recording and it got real long. Basically, we're almost minute for minute the same length as a documentary, which I think we do with all the things we watch. Same. Yep. We should know this by now. Yeah. And it's also only the first half of the documentary. So uh, we've also lowered the uh, barrier to entry yep. on our Patreon um, so that uh, as many of you can sign up as possible. So uh, if you even give uh, just $1 a month, you'll have access to the uh, rest of this episode and all of our bonus content we've produced thus far and all of it going forward and a sticker you'll get a sticker yep which you know they're the same ones that you would get on the website but you know you can you can get it there for free so thanks for free for you know (laughs) for paying us monthly so thanks everybody for listening thanks for supporting hope you enjoy the show Virgin, where each and every week my friends Alan and Adam recount Bible stories from their childhoods to me. I've never heard them before, and my name is Nick. My name is Adam. We are Alan List this week. Yes. And as you know, uh, when teacher is away, we wheel in oh. the television yeah. and, <laughs> and tape deck, and uh, we bust hit, out a classic. We hit the classics. <laughs> oh my god. Um, and this week is no exception. Uh, we are talking about uh, 1989's Hell's Bells, The Dangers of Rock and Roll. Part one. Well, it's, it's, it isn't part one. We just couldn't do the three, well, three <laughs> fucking hours yeah, totally. of it. Yeah, there's a lot to digest. So uh, we are focusing on the first half of the film. Um, there is a second half that we will get to. I presume. Oh. And there is also, there is also a sequel to this. Are you? F- no, that is in a more modern day. So, so some history here. Uh, I mean, this is, you know, like we will also probably at some point go further into like the satanic panic stuff. Yeah. Um, but you know, this is, I mean, kind of eight, 89 is kind of like the peak of, yeah, satanic yeah no, this panic. is, this is definitely like, so this is satanic panic. This is definitely satanic panic. Like, I mean, this is like, <laughs> The culmination of, of full, full on panic. Yes. Um, and so uh, 1989, uh, this media company, Real to Real Ministries, that's R double E L to R E A L. Hell yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> produces this video uh, documentary. It obviously takes its name from the ACDC song. 
of which they spend some time on. They do not not as not as much no as I was expecting. <laughs> right, um, but yes, they definitely do. They also oh, we'll get into like people that they focused on really fascinated me. Oh, so fascinating! And the fact that they didn't focus on ACDC yeah. all that much right. and. All of the points they were making, ACDC had plenty of examples of. <laughs> yeah, so right. That was <laughs> they could have just done the whole film on yeah, ACDC. One hundred percent. By the way, I I do remember Real to Real. Uh, oh, they would do uh, film criticism for conservative Christians that and in different magazines. Oh and, shit! Because I, I think you'd mentioned before we started this that this is a an offshoot of Focus on the Family. Uh, the so the guy uh, the founder who was also the producer and director and host of this uh, uh, movie also had the look of an 80s like yeah, yeah, pop yeah. rock star yeah so he he has he has some ties to focus on the family that makes i mean i i want to say because i mean like every good christian family in the 80s and 90s we got uh focus on the family entertainment at our <laughs> at our home uh shout out to all my all my adventures and odyssey fans out there um <laughs> And I think one of the, in, like, there was a magazine that would come, and it was, like, half catalog, half magazine, I believe. Uh, okay, okay. Um, and, but, but my, you know, my mom would order the next, you know. Sure. Lots of, like, uh, kind of these kind of Little House on the Prairie looking, but not Little House on the Prairie movies. Okay. There was, like, the Buttercream Gang and Buttercream Gang 2. <laughs> and um, I'm trying to remember any of the other ones. Uh but they were all very, very, like very thinly veiled morality. They weren't, they weren't veiled. Oh, there's morality. Tales. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think that in that they would actually have the, the real to real people would do uh, critiques of, oh, okay. of movies that were coming out either on VHS or I think to theaters too. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe, maybe they did like Christian radio. Sure. Like syndic- like syndicated reviews. Yeah. Um, Cause I do remember uh, like hearing and or reading these things. Real so real is familiar. I, I hadn't, tied that together sure. until you actually said from real was like, Oh, right. That's, I know these people. Yeah. Um, so, uh, he, um, eventually went on to form the apologetics group, which released the second volume of this. <sighs> um, and, uh, that one it's, I mean, okay, we'll get into this as well. What? I had fun watching this. Adam did not, no. uh, <laughs> the, the second one I'm actually like kind of excited about because when it, is it, when it, is it released? Has, uh, so we're 2004. So we've got Marilyn Manson, Courtney Love, hip hop, yeah. new metal. It's right. all in there. Oh, we end up, we, we could have some Papa Roach in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that's why like if something include includes Papa Roach, for some reason it like, it kicks up a notch into something. I don't know if it's better, sure, yeah, but it's yeah. into another realm of something. Well, and it was at that point too, that, uh, real to real, uh, I wanted to point out, changed their name, uh, from real to real to real to real with the number two in it. Oh, that yeah. seems a little late for that. Like, I feel like, yeah, it feels like a little, late. it also feels like the 92 version of that would be real number two real. And then in two, in 2004, they would switch it to just like, all right, we're removing the two and go that, that feels like a regression. They've made a mistake. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I'm going to critique their naming scheme of all things. Uh, okay. So let's get into it. Um, uh, don't anybody worry. This film starts out. Uh, we are not here to tell you what you should or shouldn't listen to. We are merely here to quote, gaze into the bedrock of truth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then our pal, bam, wheels the old video card in. I mean, we, I like to use it as a metaphor here, but it is literal. Um, Well, it probably was a relatively new 
trope. Yeah, sure. Right. You know, well, like, and to have the image of whatever they're talking about and then like the monitor <laughs> of him being filmed behind yes, him. I did. You know. I did like that. It was like, this is an utterly useless piece of mirroring. Yes, totally. I, I don't know why you did that. At least have some guy back there like typing on something. Right. So, or, you know, so it looks or, like he's actually or put like the satanic imagery that you've been like blasting at us behind yeah, you. Yeah. Just remind us. That's why we're here. Right. Um, and, uh, it starts with a discussion of plasmatics, um, <laughs> yes. which is a strange thing to start with. I mean, there's a lot, there's a decent amount of like deep cut stuff. There's a shit ton of mainstream, whatever. Right. But there's also like a lot of this, they, they, they went digging. Like I felt, I felt like they just a Lexus Nexus <laughs> search for like. Yeah. any Satanistic terms they could come up with. Yep. And then just kind of like grab them. And regardless of uh, like fame, I guess, uh, regardless of fame level uh, or like, um, and I, I want to talk about this more later, like uh, any sense of irony or <laughs> yes. like, uh, like funniness, you know what I None. mean? Like it was just, yeah, uh, Every, everything is serious. Absolutely. Is. They did a search term for Satan. <laughs> Here's all the things we found. We're going to show them to you now. Yeah. Brace yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, plasmatics, um, have a segment where it was recorded backwards and then he yeah. turns around and plays it, uh, re- reverse there was so a, that you can hear the, the message. We didn't Paul is dead. It, which is kind of funny. I, I know like of all the things we didn't totally, but, um, and unfortunately, this sets up a this set up kind of a high bar for me right away because oh. I was like, oh. oh great, let's get into this. Yes. I want to hear weird theories about what you're hearing in songs <laughs> yes. that you can't actually hear. Yes, um, and that's really not what the movie is about at all. Mm-hmm. They pull in, I think, one or two other things like this. Yeah, there's a there's a like a high pitched like <laughs> um, like uh, almost it's it's not Charlie Brown wah wah, but it's like yes, it's like they they well, they sped it up a hyper sped up bit. Yep. Um, which I have to say, uh, I can't remember which song it was on either. It was something dumb. It's like a Motley Crue or a or a um, uh, Bon Jovi. I can't remember what the song is. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's, I know. I'm jumping ahead in time, but like they they then slow it way down. Well, there's a Lydia Lunch song where she has the "I Am the Lord Jesus." Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. The recorded backwards thing. The high pitch one. High pitch. Um, but the thing that cracks me up is the, it's not super offensive. Except no, no. They add Satan in there. Except the Satan is completely obscured by the snare hit to the point where I like, and they did it like four times, like, and again, and uh, again, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and again, like, yeah. and they're saying like, and like they're doing this thing, like, and every word is, is clear. And I want to say it's like, I am maybe like, I am the walrus. Yeah, exactly. I'm the walrus. <laughs> it's something, it's something like religious but not really offensive. Yeah. But then like, if you would add the word Satan to it, like, yes, that would be offensive. It's not discernibly no. anything. Um, what I like about this is that it sets up the standard that anything recorded backwards, satanic. 100%. Uh, because well, you're obscuring it. Because Why else would in addition it? to using a few examples throughout the film, he also will occasionally mention like this part of this was recorded backwards. Uh, it was a very big, <laughs> there was like one whole song. It was like this entire song was recorded backwards. <laughs> oh, okay. Sure. Um, okay. So, uh, Now, the film has kind of a breakneck pace in terms of (laughs) regurgitating material. Um, They packed a shitload in. They really did. Um, They start going through right off the bat, like uh, the breakup of a live show of this band, The Huns, which is another pretty deep cut. I was going to say, I I mean, like, I'm not I I wouldn't say that I'm a like historian of punk, (laughs) punk rock music. 
That's a weird one to pull. You, have you, have you it heard seems of them? Like, I've heard of them. <laughs> okay. it, it's, it seems like to have, have, to have the greatest effect on kids, who I presume is who's watching this. I right. pre- well, correct me if I'm wrong, but I presume <laughs> that this is like the thing that you are required to watch at youth group or whatever. So like this is this seems targeted towards teens. I will say I don't know okay. because the target seemed to shift a bunch because it started. It seemed like it was talking to parents and or religious leaders like sure. authority yeah, yeah. figures. Yeah. And then like literally 45 minutes into it, it started to, he started directing his things directly to what sounded like two teens. Yeah. And I was like, you're way late to be <laughs> like now trying to be right. like shifting focus. Like, have you just ignored them for the, the past 45 minutes? Like, I don't, I don't honestly know who this was for. Um, but like the weird thing to me is like, they never brought up Gigi Allen. Right. Like there's some obvious so much easier (laughs) on a lot of the shit that you're trying to to prove. Yeah, totally. Um, The so then we get into the um, intro montage. Mm -hmm. Part of the thing that I find fascinating about the film in general is that they had to license a decent amount of stuff. Huge. So they were paying to use all this stuff, which makes me giggle. I I presume I like I know it's uh, I don't know exactly how fair use works right there's there's but there are both audio samples yes and like official video samples Although, which they there is some they maybe that's the syncing over. issues yes so <laughs> they they do have syncing issues and this is com- this is criticism so you could get fair use off of that right yes and they also put the lyrics their own like lyrics in front of everything right. so that might be like an alteration enough i do to like get the, away the, from it. the hand-drawn lyrics yeah. are like at first I was like, this is a really cool video effect for this uh-huh. music video. And it's like, Oh yeah, that's them. That's hey, not the, it's better than papyrus. It's 100 I mean, <laughs> that, you know, they'd be like the 2004 version definitely uses papyrus. Totally. Um, so, uh, the intro montage, if I'm the teen watching this, I'm like, this looks rad. Yeah, this is great. I'm yeah. going to get exposed to a bunch of cool new shit. Right. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, there's apparently a bunch of bands in the seventies that I've never heard of. Right. Yeah. Um, and then it, the intro ends with the back to the future guitar scene. Yeah. Where he plugs it in really loud. And right. He also doesn't call him. He calls him by Mike. He calls him by yes. Mike or like yeah, by Michael yeah. J. Fox rather than Marty McFly, which yeah. is such a weird like. <laughs> Yeah, totally. I don't know like the shit like that is what irritates me is like did you just like do you not know back to the future <laughs> yeah yeah right or are you like are you trying to be inside baseball like what what I I the shit this is like I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of like take a bit of a dido yeah this I was telling Nick before like this fucking triggered me <laughs> in so many ways I, I had I, fun Adam got triggered really like I I've had these conversations and much even like more esoteric versions of these conversations about praise music that we were playing. Yeah. With leadership and church growing up. So like there was like a, just a triggering of like emotional and spiritual abuse happening yeah. as a teen, as a like middle school and teenager. Uh, but like there's a thing in here where I don't, it's, I don't necessarily know that it's intentional or malicious, but like calling him Michael mm-hmm. is it's, it's indicative of this thing where you, you do this thing that is right, but also incorrect. Uh-huh. And it, it, it's, it puts you off kilter uh-huh. and then you can't figure out like what the intention is. Right. And you feel like you're being toyed with. And I know this is, it doesn't matter. Like I am well aware that this is not a thing, <laughs> yeah. but it's psychologically off putting. 
I, I, I totally get it. And I, I get what you're saying because there is also, there's like, um, especially coming from a, like, obviously like punishing angle towards culture. Yes. Uh, the idea that like, I don't accept that this is a character, right? This is this man, right? And, th- and, and yes, <laughs> there yes. is no fiction here, right? I am taking this scene out of this movie way out of context. And not only am I taking it out of con the story out of context, I'm saying that this is not a story. This is fact. I want you to make sure that, and I want, I want to make sure that you know that it is an actor. Yes. This is a, and make a moral <laughs> decision on it. Yeah, totally. I, it, it just, it, it brought back a lot of, it's, it's taking a lack of, like you are saying, like a lack of um, like self-awareness and uh, sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And like, cause like jokes, if you take a joke seriously, it's not funny, mm-hmm. which I know is like an obvious statement, but also a lot of humor and a lot of commentary and satire specifically sits in this place where you have to be aware yeah. of the falsicity <laughs> and the, sure you know, like you the have the city of our city. Yes. Of our city of our city. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. I, I totally get what you're saying. And I, I, I have like, I would put question marks next to something when I, <laughs> when I noted it as like a, will, did I pick up something weird here that I can't really describe in a right. quick jotting down note? Is and, this I'm, a thing? and and the yes, absolutely. Like next to the Back to the Future thing, I have question marks. Like next why? To it of like they really didn't do this any other time in the whole thing. No, uh, this is really the only like sort of film thing that they pull in aside from music videos and yeah. and, and you know some some MTV stuff. Yeah, and I I think it's an I think it's intentional because and it's it's a like. Yes. Well, and there's also like a lot of derogatory, like Hollywood jabs in in here. Also should note that um, in addition to part two of this, um, they also produced a uh, kind of, I would say, a third installment on specifically just hip hop, um, which seems problematic at best. (laughs) Yeah. And and another one on Hollywood movies, which I also would really love to watch with you specifically. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that one I would have more humor about uh-huh. because at the t- specifically at the t- like part of the problem. This is so triggering is I bought into a little bit of it or yeah, yeah. was I, I wouldn't say necessarily bought into it, but it was at least like I was concerned about my desires to listen to things that weren't quote unquote good. Uh-huh. You know, and yeah. so like, but with movies, I like, I had, I had like morally cut that hunk, chunk of my brain out already. And it's like, no, I fucking love movies. And sure. this is, this is my like dark passenger for, you know, just dumb. Like we're talking about like Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves is my dark passenger. Well, whatever gets you off, baby. I, exactly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so, th- uh, after, uh, the intro, oh, yeah, we're still um, in the intro. uh, we start to, I tried to keep track of the, like, documentary style in terms of like film like and it's pretty all over the place yeah he starts to define chapters kind of too late yes um but also they they don't really aren't they aren't really chapters in that like it, it, they they bleed and blend and they don't really 
they don't re- they don't really separate content. Ex- I would say except for the last chapter of this first half. The last is chapter a- is then split into a bunch of things that kind of make more sense. Right. In a way. Um, so we start um, before we get into like the main chapters. He he goes through and starts to define rock music and its ubiquity as if we don't know. <laughs> I know. I do. Know, like, who the 19, biggest stars are. Nineteen eighty nine. We got it, man. We've had thirty years of, of yeah. rock and roll. I think. Um, he does point out that rock music is, quote, powered by space age technology, which I really enjoyed. <laughs> I didn't catch that. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, he's not wrong, I guess. <laughs> and that it is the most prosperous industry in the world. Yeah, probably. You know, I mean, 89, you're going to have some hold very, on, very, very rich Coca-Cola? People. Right. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, the, the automotive industry? The the, old, the petroleum industry? Right. Yeah. Um, so uh, <laughs> already you're setting up this thing of like, just imagine being so terrified of mainstream culture that like you presume, and it's probably the case that a decent amount of your audience does not know what any of this stuff is, you know, like is being introduced right. to like Madonna. Right. What? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, isn't that the name of the, of the mother of Jesus? <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, then we get this weird history lesson of philosophers and early music. Um, he starts talking a lot about in his pronunciation, Play-Doh. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, it was when he started talking about Play-Doh, I was like, Are you really going to try to go back and okay? Yeah. Um, And then uh, I had to nod at the, uh, the uh, specter of communism when he got to Lenin and uh, so good. The best way to destroy a society Lenin noted was through music. Yes. I, I I believe he didn't say like the co-creator of communism. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Sure. Like how he, Uh which is like, (laughs) I, I such I'd forgotten the rhetoric and oh, how yeah. obvious it was. And that it's not really changed much? No, it just is like... You just copy and paste it to whatever scenario. 100%, but like the rhetoric now sounds stupid. Like it sounds insane when people are talking about like <laughs> socialism is, is like yeah, when yeah. people are, they're still talking like the USSR <laughs> exists and didn't, you know, right, right, completely right. crumble and reform. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> like I, ugh, just... Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so uh, part one is made up of three chapters, the body, the soul and the spirit. Yep. Great. Yep. Uh, so we start talking about the body first. Uh, we learned that if you hold an egg up in front of a speaker, Hell that's yeah. very loud. It becomes a hard boiled egg. You'll and- get a snack for the, for the, for the rockers later in the evening. <laughs> and this is the Sorry. only time I think that they've hired anybody else aside <laughs> from him to do anything. I, I, I like so loved that they fake dance and had him yell over the rock. Sure. Like, uh, this is not something that is this true. This is not something that I've heard of before. I don't think so. I don't, it doesn't seem possible. I, also, I mean, it wouldn't like the vibrations could like disrupt the protein chain that would, and it would like form a matrix. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would assume there's a like, I mean, this is very much like. Also, who gives a fucking shit? Like, <laughs> so would an airplane. Right, but like, it's so like are air- the, airplanes uh, satanic now? So, so, I mean, <laughs> so would like certain levels of storms, tropic, tropical storms would hit those volumes. Yeah. Are those now satanic? Well, I mean, a, uh, a screaming baby could potentially hit those levels if you're in close enough proximity. This, this is the shit that like. 
it seems very appropriate for the time anyways, though, that you would use the egg thing with yeah. the, like, this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. This is your brain. This is your brain on music. It becomes hard boiled. Yeah. The, your devil worshiping friends will snack on it. Um, uh, we also learned that, uh, flowers prefer classical music to <laughs> yes. metal. And this is this weird, uh, pseudoscience that has, has been going on for ages. Yeah. It continues to like, you know, you get the, like, uh, Sacred Bones Records reissued this uh, Plantasia record, right? Uh, which oh, is right, but it's like, but it's like uh, the same this, thing from like hippie perspective, right? Yes, totally. That like you know he 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 played uh, uh, electronic music and like determined like this is what these plants like the best. You know, and it's it's that level of pseudoscience where there could be some validity. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. But also, who gives a shit? <laughs> Sure. Like, yeah, it's not it. It's not destroying like people are not like dying at concerts because it's so loud. No. Or, you know, like, well, maybe no, no. <laughs> but like there's part of me. It's like, yeah, if you put a any cellular structure next to a massive like vol- like, yes, sound waves are like are compressing and decompressing the yeah. air. At, at some level cellular structure is going to like like and like like we have the 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 that's the not i keep saying lrad but it's not it's what it is it's the the, the there's that noise um uh crowd dispersal thing oh, yeah, that yeah, they yeah. use for <clears throat> in for rioters and stuff like that that's fucking terrifying apparently right. and horrible because you can't like you basically can't escape it if you're yeah. in this like range um so yeah sound sound can be dangerous totally go fucking figure sure but like the jump that these like it's 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 these layers and layers and layers of <laughs> like fact adjacent yeah yeah foundations uh <clears throat> well and to go from this weird like historical idea of right. like plato plato <laughs> uh and uh then to make jump the line to like well all of this science makes one wonder what music might be doing to us right <laughs> Um, which, you know, uh, some people pay good money to go to a sun show and then feel like they've been beaten up for three days because the sound waves have literally pummeling them. Yeah. That's what's, it's, what's fucking nuts about this entire thing is like the, what they, they are, it's, it's the correlation between fact and then the, the assumed (laughs) if X is true and Y is true, then X must equal Y. And that's just not like the, the assumption, it's the assumptive property that isn't like correlated. And I realize that this has been like literally the argument that everybody's been saying forever, (laughs) but like you play Bach at any level at the same level that you're talking about, it's going to have the same properties. Like it's not, it's sound. It's, it's sound. It's the physics of air compression and decompression that our brains interpret. Not, I, 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 this is, this is the shit that like, it makes me angry because I end up sounding like an idiot and I sound like a raving <laughs> lunatic because I'm going like fundamentally, like I have to start at a base level of going sound yeah. and then we can extrapolate out to go, no, you're an idiot. No, you're not an idiot. Yeah, yeah. You're a malicious turd. Sure. So that that's the body. The yeah. egg is the body. The egg's the body. The egg is now hard boiled somehow. Um, then we get to the soul, <laughs> yeah. which uh, now we start to. So this is, I think, the first time that we really start talking about Bible shit. Yeah. Um, and he says that the <laughs> Bible defines the soul as 
the mind, will, and emotions. Okay. Uh, weird, because we also still have the spirit to go. So right. we don't want to like... What's weird to me is that from an a-religious perspective, the soul and the spirit seem sound so, like they should be the same thing. I would agree from <laughs> from a like a, a former religious. Uh, the problem, <laughs> we're, I, we, it feels a little bit like what we're getting into is like these like denominational definitions, sure. where like it's like the so like a lot of people in Adventism had a huge problem with the term Holy ghost versus okay. Holy spirit. Okay. Because ghost implies uh, a belief in uh, dead people, spirit floating around like the, like uh -huh. the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. conceptual ghost. Yeah. And Adventists don't believe in uh, a, an immediate afterlife. Uh -huh. So like Adventists are vastly different than the, and to my knowledge, like there's gotta be, they got it from somewhere. I don't know. I, I don't know off the top of my head other denominations that have it, but conceptually the idea that it was when I think we've covered this several episodes ago, but Adventists believe that when you die, your soul is sleeping uh -huh. until the second coming of, of, of Jesus, at which point and you're then, then resurrected. Yeah. So, uh, versus the vast majority of Christendom, who's like, as soon as you die, you go to wow. heaven and yeah. your spirit. And then like somewhere in between those two ideas or not between those two ideas, between like going directly to heaven and not some people get stuck. Sure. And, th and the problem is, is like, this is a Christian slash not Christian idea. Yeah. Because there is no dogma that says that ghosts exist. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But there's a large contingent of Christians using their faith as evidence or, yeah. or their, yeah, yeah, yeah. to, to infer the, the concept of, uh, the, of ghosts. At least one. At least one. Well, no, and that's, that's the thing is then, so like. This, I feel like, is one of those things where people are making a delineation between soul and spirit. Uh -huh. That this may be his uh, denomination is like, there is a significant difference between the soul and the spirit. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, yeah, for me, I right. I would not, I would see them as as homonyms. No. Synonyms. Not, that's the word. Homonyms, yeah, yeah. Are, they do not sound alike. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, so, and we get the start of lots of out of context quotes. Just like, and this is when I thought that the movie was going to lose me. Because it was legitimately just... Quote, 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 quote. And it was just like, okay, yeah. okay. Um, and yeah, this weird pseudoscience. Um, we learn that transcendent experiences are called thrills. Yeah, I did like that. <laughs> I, that was from a white paper, right? Like some white paper <laughs> called it like, yeah. like, like thrills yeah, highlighted, highlighted. Yeah. <laughs> thrills is like, huh? Yeah. Uh, so all transcendent experiences are thrilling. Yeah. The, and this is weird. And that thrills are more dangerous than drugs. Put a pin in that yeah, because yeah. we'll get there. <laughs> Coming back to that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. And then we get the spirit, which seems to be now the focus of the entire rest of the thing. Like he's, he doesn't give a shit really about the soul and the body. The spirit is the thing that he wants to focus on. I don't think he has a lot of like interesting information about the other two. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, so uh, we have, we have five theses in the spirit. <laughs> we have one. The real reality is a spiritual one. And that, now we start getting into that got, like that when that statement, because it was that one that was a text. It's like yes. the real the uh -huh. real reality is spiritual is like by fucking definition. No, it's not. So he's using a lot of John to back all this up, which if you remember, John's the artsy, artsy bullshit uh, uh, gospel. <laughs> uh, number two. 
man is a spiritual being. Hell yeah, we are. Uh, and then we've got the Genesis thing. There's also a weird, while he's doing a lot of this, there's a weird God superimposition. Have you seen, do you remember this? Like the imagery? The imagery yeah, yeah, behind yeah. all of these quotes, there's like a weird shadowy negative space man. It could be, the, the problem is, is like I had a hard time telling when, when the imagery was positive or when it was negative. Oh, absolutely. Because half the time I was like, oh, I love this album. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, good, they're talking about this one. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, three, the primary purpose for our existence is to know and experience God. There's another John thing. Primary. <laughs> primary. Uh, and here we get... And you know that it's problematic because he says now factually that the greatest musician in history is Bach. And that's with, like with no like no supporting evidence. No, no. But like it's the truth. We're, he is. We're like there's a, at least two others that I can think of off the top of my head that like a lot of people would immediately go. Uh, Mozart, Beethoven. But it's so fucking fitting for this because all technique, no passion, <laughs> just like the definition of music. Yes. I made the thing. It is, it is, it, it is, is pleasant. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but it, it, I do like, I did, I did notice that like that, like that's a little reductive. And oh, also a little like, absolutely. <laughs> but also at this point, am I really going to quibble about? No, but it also like it made me flashback to like music theory classes <laughs> and like, you know, we would have to, you know, I'm in a room of college kids and like everybody has to come in and bring their favorite song. And I'm literally the only person that brought in anything modern and the, you know, six Jesus. people brought in the same Bach cantata. And it's like, come fucking on. Yeah. Are you serious? Like, yes, it's fine. But yeah, like, really, right. this is what speaks to you the most out of everything. No, it's because, you know, that it's like very uh technically proficient and like oh uh look at look at bar 16 here you know like ah, fine, but like know. how many mathy bands blow it out of the water if, yeah, you're, if you're going yeah, from yeah. a purely <laughs> technical perspective yeah it's 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 the, the false dichotomy of old is is better yeah yeah and the tech that what i find funny about the technical thing here is that like I feel like uh, this almost relates in some way to the Back to the Future thing. Yeah. Uh, But like using Bach as the best. And you're saying that because there is like some kind of uh, wide acknowledgement that like Bach did technically amazing things with written music. Um, But to not be like to have the whole rest of your argument not be based on any kind of grounded fact or technique, you know, like yeah, to, 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 to be like, if you want truth in music, it is Bach. Right. If you want truth in all of the, you know, like it is. Yeah. Uh, it's very strange. Yeah. Like you can't, <laughs> it's, it's very strange because they, what it feels like is they, they, they stumbled into, uh, an I like music, um, argument. Yeah. Where, yeah, yeah. There is no answer. It's, it's, it's purely a sure. subjective, like they, they tried to make an objective point using su- like purely subjective material, which I mean, I guess is kind of, I mean, I know that that's like kind of the, like hovering over this entire thing. I, I'll give, like, I realize that, that it, you, you know, I may be bringing again, logic to a, to a gunfight, but like this feels prescient because it's one of those situations where truth and logic don't actually come into play here. Uh huh. Right, right, right. Because we can go over and over and over. It's like, are you looking for technical proficiency? Here are five other composers, artists, whatever that were at least as technical, if not more so, uh, 
if you're looking from a passion perspective or from a uh, creativity perspective or what, like yeah. find a metric that yeah. any criticism has ever been done. And like, and I, we can challenge it on any point, but that's not, that's not the point. The no. argument has nothing to do of course not. with music. No, no. In fact, what it seems to me it has more to do with is that like, there's no evidence that like Bach was humping mic stands. Right. And so it's like clean. Great. Perfect. Right. <laughs> right. The worst thing he did is he went deaf. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not Bach. Well, it's open. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, okay. Number four. Bach might have been deaf. You don't know. Uh, number four. <laughs> through sin, man fell and was separated from God. Yeah. And then we get the uh, salacious Susie and the Banshees to epitomize this, which is like, wow, that's, that's a, the pull. That's a okay, pull. Great. It was a, <laughs> so then we get Susie and the Banshees playing as an epitome of like falling through on this number four promise. There's also better examples later in their documentary. Absolutely. Uh, whatever. Uh, so Susie and the Banshees is playing and then Ephesians quotes are just. Yeah. Uh, and number five, uh, the kingdom of darkness is real and the spiritual source of all opposition to God. Welcome, uh, welcome to the spiritual warfare. Uh, arg- not argument, but like. And World. here we go. We are now into Satan. <laughs> who? Uh, tell me if you have heard this phrase in okay. your b- time here on Earth, okay. uh, which is calling Satan the Prince of the Air. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Do you know what that is? What no. does that mean? No idea. Okay. I, I I probably did at one point, but there is some some reference to him as the Prince of the air. Okay. It's a Prince of darkness, Prince of the air. Uh, by the way, the whole thing, I multiple times, I'm, I think you're the next step you're going to is like whether he was uh, into music or like, was the, <laughs> like there is, and I thought this was Adventism. So I'm kind of surprised that he brought it up. Yeah. The, the, so the quote here in the film is uh, music comes quite naturally to Satan. So I thought it was an Adventist thing. Cause I thought it was an elegy white, uh, which is the, mm-hmm. the prophetess of Adventism. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was her, but like the idea is that um, Lucifer's job in heaven was choir master was essentially okay. like leading the, was the head of all music in uh-huh. heaven when he fell. And so that's why specifically music is the tool of the devil. Okay. Which if that's the fucking case, then all fucking music is, is suspect. <laughs> sure. Like, like yes. we, you keep, you keep picking out a, a couple of genres. Bach and, was possessed. Right. <laughs> that's the thing is like, we keep picking out these like the handful of genres that you don't like for whatever. And I I'm now like, this is, you're getting like 13 year old Adam railing at the worship leaders yeah, who yeah. are telling him that he's evil because he wants to use drums. Great. Uh, by the <laughs> way, it. like, I don't know if we're going to, we'll probably, this seems as good a point to, to like, just dive into my, my, like here, here are my sour grapes to like, I bring them had, out. We had youth group sessions where we were, point blank told that music that had an emphasis, which was funny because they kept switching whether it was the one and three or the two and the four. Mm -hmm. Uh, But essentially four, four music was of the devil because it forced your body to move side to side in the way that devil worshipers in. And I'm pretty sure this was a very like problematic racist statement, like in indigenous Satan worshiping countries would move sway side to side in their satanic rituals. Oh shit. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So, and so like music, I think it was like, I think it was one and three that was the bad and then two and four is okay because it, it, it was a better to move you forward and backward, which I kept going like in my brain at the time, like all I was in eighth grade or ish and like everybody's listening to basically headbanger music. Yeah. And like all I kept thinking is like all the music that you're upset with doesn't make anybody go side to side. It makes everybody headbang. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Regardless. This is again, there's just moody teenagers fight. standing in a room. Yes. And yeah. None of head. us are, none of us are dancing. No, that would be terribly embarrassing. Horribly. Yeah. <laughs> we're not, we're not moving side to side, but like, the eventual where we eventually got was three, four or six, eight 
rhythms were going to be safer because the tendency to dance was more difficult with them. Also, fucking make the differ. (laughs) You can dance to fucking anything. Just wow. But like there was a level of, of moralizing on this that if you liked moving to fucking beats and if if none of you none of nobody here like knew young Adam, even Alan didn't really know young Adam, but like very dancey little boy, very <laughs> like, like always into man. Him, right. Uh, right. And there's like just being told that everything that naturally came out of my soul was just inherently evil. Shit. This is, this is why this is triggering. Yeah. yeah like yeah. all this was like, I, I hear members of my church telling me that like, and the thing is like, they're never saying Adam, you're evil. It's always Adam. This thing is the most evil thing you can ever conceive of. And you and whether it's malicious or not, go, I'm going, yeah, but that's me. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. just described me. Yeah. I, I like to dance. I must want to fuck the devil. <laughs> well, uh, we are going to get to fucking the devil. Uh, let's yeah. take a break right now yeah. before we get into the, go do a lap. Uh, the satanic <laughs> shit. Uh, we'll be right back here on the King James Virgin. And we're back here on the King James Virgin, or at least we are on the Patreon feed. Yeah, because part two is over there. So why don't you follow us over there and sign up? Yeah, we uh, we recorded almost the same amount uh, of extra stuff kind of going over the second half of the first part of this documentary. There's a lot of numbers here, but essentially there's an, a whole like second chunk of this whole thing that we talked about. Um, and you can get that by signing up on Patreon, going to patreon.com slash KJV pod. KJV pod is basically our moniker everywhere on Instagram and Pinterest. <laughs> I don't think we're on Pinterest. Uh, <laughs> coming soon. Pinterest board coming soon to a Pinterest board near you. You can see how we're going to like decorate for Halloween 2021. Great. Um, no, we, we're not going to do that. Uh, but uh, let's close this shit out, shall we? Yes. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us at KJVPod on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Nick has got a great community going over on Twitter and on Instagram. You get the promos and some random photos. Uh, I th- hopefully, we've got some crazy ass screen grabs from this uh, thing that we'll put up. Um, and also, like we mentioned, we're retooling our Patreon to make it a little more sane. Uh, all levels will now have access to the bonus content and all levels will automatically get a sticker. Um, and we're making the levels of the tiers a little more accessible. Um, so if you're wanting to hear Nick and I continue to rail about this film, uh, now is a great time to join um, for even a dollar a month and you'll help us keep the lights on. Uh, thanks to Mascaras and Resurrection Records for use of our theme song, Kixadi, off the album El Moran. And this week's Resurrection Records artist is The Resurrectionists. You can find links to these songs to our Patreon. Um, if you want to just buy a sticker, you can buy a sticker on our website, kingjamesvirgin.com. That does it for us this week. Until next week, I'm going to end with a quote from the second half of the uh, Ooh, a teaser. Film. little teaser. Uh, this is our host saying, quote, look. I'm not anti-sex, just anti-exploitation. Sex was God's idea in the first place. I forgot about that. (laughs) He's pretty anti-sex.
Sonic Bazaar.